Welcome to the Body Smart Podcast, where we remove roadblocks to fitness and health to empower you to master your health habits. We help you become body smart. So yeah, the topic then for today is about the hardest part about getting old. Um, getting old is, is not uh, it's a full contact sport. Uh, it, <laughs> it is not easy. It takes a lot out of us some days. But it doesn't have to be as rough as we often make it. Um, a lot of that is because of the fact that we stop moving and we slow ourselves down. And we, um, I, I was having that conversation with somebody yesterday about how, you know, we've had that here in this group before about how our world shrinks as we get older because we stop doing things that challenge us. And, um, and it, you know, our world just shrinks. And so we talked about that for a little bit. And it really was relevant to our conversation this morning. So talking about the hardest thing about getting older is honestly um, motivation. Uh, so Kristen Armstrong, she was uh, an Olympian who uh, was 42 or 45, I can't remember exactly, and was breaking all kinds of records and all this stuff. And they talked to her like, you know, how is it to train and, and whatever at your age to be able to be, you know, winning golds and everything. She said, honestly, it's not the hard work that's the, that's the hard part. It's the motivation to keep going. Um, that lacks as you, as you get older and, and as you keep doing this, it's like, I've done this for so many years. I know what to do. I know how to do it. I know how to be on top. It's, do I still have the motivation to want to? Um, so that is the hardest part about getting older is keeping that motivation to want to keep doing this, that feeling of, do I have to do this for the rest of my life? Right. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, Mark? And, well, and what are your yeah, I mean, thoughts? So Christy, Jason, I would love to hear, um, what you guys think about that. If you, have you found that that's the hardest part or you feel like motivation, like kind of comes and goes a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, I, a couple of weeks ago on one of the calls, I, I mentioned this kind of divergence between uh, motivation and <laughs> this just reminded me of that <laughs> uh, blooper reel where it was me doing different things with my hands. So oh. anyway, I like to talk with my hands. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. All that good stuff. <laughs> Mark, Mark doing Ninja on the video. Cut out the audio. Looks like you're doing karate. That's true. Maybe I am. It's, it's the way. Uh, anyway, so a couple weeks ago, we talked about this divergence between motivation um, and ability. And when motivation is high, then we get things done. When ability is high, we also get things done. Um, but the problem is when we have like low motivation and low low ability, like it's hard for things to get done. Um, so what we want to do is kind of develop that ability side of things, right? Like motivation is great when it's there, but it totally is something <clears throat> that that kind of comes and goes, the ebbs and flows, and there's not always <clears throat> so much a rhyme or reason to it. And so uh, it kind of goes to our next point, right? Developing ability, developing discipline around the things that we want to do um, so that we don't have to rely on on motivation, right? right. So I think that's the, the big key. Right. So that difference between motivation versus discipline, 
Christy came in with a comment that I think is is fire. Uh, to me, this is so so on point for me. Um, mm. Anyway, I find this is really really like has affected me multiple times throughout my life. So she said, I find mo motivation is hard once I've already done the something, right? It's like, yeah, I proved I could do it. So now what's next? This honestly hit me so hard in life where I decided at 14 years old. So I blew out my knee skiing and decided I wanted to become a physical therapist. So I had to go to six weeks of PT because uh, I tore pretty much all the ligaments in my knee, but none of them all the way through. So they're like, hey, look, you're 14, you're Gumby still. Let's see if you can just rehab it um, and versus having surgery because you're so young. Um, let, let's see what happens. Um, and so I did. I rehabbed it, and it went great. It was awesome. And the therapist that I went to was just a, a fun clinic, good guys. Um, and I thought, oh, yeah, this is rad. I, I love this job. They get to wear, like my dad always went to work in a business suit every day. And these guys were wearing like, you know, polos and khakis and, and stuff like that. And I thought that was a major. And now I wear sports clothes. So it's great. Um, but I thought, yeah, these guys get to dress more casual. Um, and they get to like just hang out with people and help them exercise and build relationships. This sounds like a ton of fun. And I get to see them way more than I get to see my doctor. I, you know, because I knew I wanted to help people in some way. Um, and so I thought that was awesome. So I go all the way through PT school, all the way, well, high school, or junior high, high school, uh, undergrad, everything is like every, every single thing I could do was to get myself into PT school. Like I did all the internships, all the, all the things, anything I could think of to help get me into PT school. I, uh, you know, basically I, I was told during my interview for PT school that I was in, um, because I just had, I had lined everything up perfectly. And the problem was with that was this major letdown of like, I'd never really thought about life after getting in. And so I'd done all this work to get in and it was great. And I accomplished the goal, but then it was like, well, now what? And there was this huge letdown and it took me a couple of months and well, in some aspects of my life, a few years before I kind of was like, got that motivation to push towards something again. It was this huge culmination and this kind of letdown of like, oh, now what? Now what do I do? Like, I, I, I did the thing, but now what? And so, Christy, I totally see that. It's like, yeah, I, I, I arrived. And I, you know, super qualified and all these things, but now what? And, and so that was, that was really hard. And it did. It took me a couple of years, honestly, um, to, to figure that out. Um, and, and honestly, most of PT school, I finally, one of the guys that helped me get into PT school wound up being one of my clinical instructors later. And he kind of called me out on that, actually. And it was really helpful. Um, so having people in your camp that can help motivate you is really important. Hopefully, we can help kind of be that here in Body Smart. Um, anyway, that was a great comment. Sorry. I, it made me go off on a side tangent, but, but to me, that really, uh, hit home that comment, Christy.
Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, something you said there, that idea of like arriving, right? And it's funny because you think when we're younger, there's so many things that are just kind of like prescribed that we'll do. And so you have the motivation to do them, right? Like, that's just what I do, right? Like I go to high school and then I go to college and then I get married and then I have 2.4 kids. And then, um, <laughs> that point four kids really pushed us. <laughs> I get those. Um, right. And there's all these things that we're kind of prescribed to do. And then like, <laughs> I'm going to you know, kill my third. That's why he's so short. <laughs> you're actually the point four kid. So <laughs> you're the point four. that's all. Um, but there's all these things that we're prescribed to do. And then, you know, I think that happens to a lot of us. Like what's, oh, totally. what's the next thing, right? Like I did, I did the things, what do I do now? And so like once we're kind of, you know, finished with that quote unquote prescribed path, it's like, well, what do I do now? What should my focus be? And what happens is that a lot of times we just get taken away by the inertia of life. Right. And so instead of, um, you know, kind of deciding what do we want our life to look like, like kind of designing that scaffolding and building habits and building the discipline and knowing what we want our life to look like. It just like, we just kind of live on autopilot. Right. And motivated is going towards is, is what are the, what's the lifestyle that I want to live. Right. Once all of the, um, you know, when we get outside of, of what society expects of us and really dive into like, well, what do, what do I want? What do I want my life to look like? How do I want to show up in my life? How do I want to influence the people around me? Bart, uh, what's Bart's last name? The one that did Everest. Uh, Williams. Bart Williams. So one of the things that he said to, to Cameron was like, my motivation to get up in the morning like, and do this isn't, isn't enough. Right. Like, like that, that went a long time ago, but what gets me up and going is like, I want to show my, my grandkids that they can do hard things. Right. Um, and so he connected it to like how he wanted to relate to others, what type of example that he wanted to set. And so that was enough to get him out of bed consistently morning after morning after morning. He didn't have to rely on motivation. He relied on, on like how he wanted to show up and what his values were. And that kept him going on the mornings that were really not fun, that were really uncomfortable, that were cold or dark or whatever. And so, I don't know, I like that because, uh, you know, it's it's all about setting up our life and our lifestyles to make us successful rather than, uh, uh, you know, relying on the whims of motivation. <laughs> totally. Sorry, we lost recording for just a second, so I was trying to fix that. Oh, um, all good. So we missed some of your wise words of wisdom on the replay, but all those lives. What a shame. But yeah, that, that, uh, I totally agree with you that, you know, that finding the right motivation. So the, that difference between motivation and discipline is an interesting thing to me. Um, so cause discipline is important because you know, it can help us get on the right track. It can help us learn some of the right habits and stuff. But I, I would argue that discipline is fatigue, uh, fatigable as well, right? Just like motivation is fatigable. Discipline waxes and wanes somewhat as well because life changes so much. Um, and so you have to kind of re-discipline yourself whenever there's a big shift in, in life. 
Um, and so discipline, I think, has to fall back on something because we're, we're rarely just disciplined all the time, right? And so it's what, what's that thing then that we, that we can rely on to get discipline back when it wanes? And I think that, for me, is the lifestyle, right? And so building a lifestyle where some of the things that I want to have be core attributes, um, the, you know, those core features of who I am and how I am, I think that is what we have to do is build that into our lifestyle of that's, that's what we do. That's just simply who I am. And so that the discipline comes from like, I, I, that's just one of my core values. That's one of my core things that I do this. Um, and I think there's a mentality shift of that's what I have to do versus what I love to do, get to do, want to do. Right. So I, for me, I, I don't think I, oh, I need to get a run in. It's more of, man, I really want to get up in those hills and see those colors. Right. That's part of my, like I, I love doing that and I need that, want that. It's part of who I am and what we do. And so it's a different motivation to wanting to get out and do stuff. So I asked a question in the chat where I said, what is the hardest thing you're finding, you know, to find motivation for you right now? Um, strength training and calisthenics. It's hard to track my progress and that's, so it's hard to motivate. Yeah, I can see that, that, uh, that if you don't track it, it's hard to know, like, am I progressing and stuff like that? That's where I, I would say getting into weight training. So in having some kind of resistance training um, is important because you can then track um, some of the metrics behind that sets, reps, and the amount of load. Um, that allows you to be able to track it and see how am I progressing? How am I doing with this? Or am I just kind of spinning my wheels, staying in the same place? So we've talked about that a lot, that if you're not, um, if you're not progressing, uh, then you're, then you're not really maintaining either. And so, cause, cause things get slow down as we get older, if you will, if we don't, um, keep pushing forward, if we don't kind of have a, a plan and, and, uh, and, and aren't moving forward because maintenance is kind of a lie. We've talked about that before. Um, so I, I would say that's where some of the body weight exercises and things like that are good to get started. So we really need to get into to strength training with weight. But again, how do you then make that crispy a lifestyle so that you can keep pushing forward and, and keep doing it versus just relying on like the fun of, of gamifying it with the metrics is, is motivating at first when you see like, oh, I can do this many and now this many um, or this much weight and things like that. That is fun. But when that kind of peters out and, and it's like, well, I'm, I'm lifting as heavy as the weights that I have at home. What motivates you to buy that next set of heavier weights or, or things like that? Um, you know, that's that lifestyle piece for sure. What? You know, some of the things that I've found helpful, because I'm, you know, like, I am someone who actually really enjoys strength training, but there are 
definitely days that like I I'm not as motivated, right? Or I, I just like, oh, what are all these excuses? A couple of the things that I found helpful are just doing like the the five minute action, right? Like all I have to do is set out my workout clothes, or all I have to do is mm-hmm. one set of exercise. And honestly, like there's days that that's all I've done. Like, and and I think that's fine, right? Um, but more often days than where not, all I've like, done is set out the workout clothes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, honestly, same, same here too. Like right. that is definitely be I'm, you know, I'm. Well, it's time to go back to sleep, right? Um, but I found that more often than not, that you know, once I get started, it's easier to get 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 going. You know, sometimes there's this gap between like where we are and the outcome we want, and that is a huge gap, and it can seem really overwhelming. Versus if we just like, what's what's the next step? What's the next level thing I can do? Right? What's the one thing I can do today that's going to move me towards that instead of like this this wide chasm between where we are and where we want to be. And so things like that, um, you know, it's funny because you would think that my brain would figure that out like, oh, you're tricking me. I, I'm onto this. <laughs> it still tends to work really well. Um, well, it's a trick that you want but, to have work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, that's fun for me. Yeah, so I love that. Like, the, the what does the strength training allow you to do? Oh, yeah. Or the things that you, you struggle with in the motivation, like, what else does that allow me to do? Um, and, yeah. and that, so, I think that's a great comment. Yeah. So, and, and that you're not going to get injured. Right. So Shannon said in the comments, um, she said, I feel the same way about strength training. It's not as fun for me. I'd rather go on a run. But when my mentality is switched from strength training to strength training helps me be able to run or helps me be able to, um, hike to my heart's content, knowing that I'm not going to get injured or not pay for it later, um, it's easier to want to do it when you understand how it kind of supports what you're really trying to do. Um, <laughs> I love it. Christy said her dog literally grabbed her pant leg and pulled me up and had uh, forced her to go on a run. That's awesome. That's what you want. Um, uh, it's, you know, whether that's a friend or a loved one or uh, apparently a dog that that forces you to go run. That's great. Um, and that can be part of the lifestyle. I know a lot of people, it's about uh, taking their dog on a walk is what gets them out. That's great. Yeah. Well, so it's interesting, Shannon, I was traditionally exactly the opposite, right? Like I really enjoyed strength training, but cardio was like not something I enjoyed. So I remember I used to, like in high school, I was like, oh, you only need strength training, right? Running is for dumb people, right? Um, <laughs> which now clearly, right, my, my belief has changed. Um, and it's that same thing though, right? Like, you know, running, cycling, other forms of cardio, that allows me to do all the things that I want, right? Both of those are important, both the strength and the cardio. Like having both of those short up um, and solid really helps you to be able to live that life that you want to do, to be able to do all the things that you want to be able to do. And so... Um, yeah, I think, I think most people probably come down on one, one side of that divide, right? Either they really enjoy the strength training, they don't love the running, or they really love the running and don't enjoy the strength training. Um, but being able to, like, look at the other side, right? What all does this allow me to do? I absolutely love that idea. So I think that was great to bring up. Um, the other thing with the lifestyle, like Cameron said, 
I, I want to be up in the mountains. I want to see the, the colors, right? Like, I get to do this. And so having that shift, right, this I have to do this, these things right. um, versus I want to or I get to do them, having that switch can also um, help us out of that rut because I think sometimes it's just like, oh, like another morning, it's cold outside, it's dark, and I just want to sleep, right? Like when, like, oh, just have to do this though. Like there's that right. just ugh, feeling when we when we have to, right? When it's this must versus like, oh man, like I am so excited to get out there. Like I know it's going to help me feel better the rest of the day. Like it's going to help me wake up. Um, you know, whatever those things totally. are, finding finding the positive in them, right? Like um, I think that's like looking for the positive in the situations. It doesn't mean that we ignore the negatives. It doesn't mean that we're never tired or exhausted or, or whatever. But I, I think when we focus on what are the positive attributes, what are the enjoyable things about this, what does this mean for the type of lifestyle I want to live, focusing on those things can help us kind of get out of that rut um, of, of the thing being really exhausting, the thing being really tired, if that makes sense. Totally. So I find that, I, well, I kind of think that a lot of these things, like, a lot of making it a lifestyle is really just about mindset that that really if we fix our mindset about certain things it kind of changes the why behind why we do it and how we do it and things um if we can change up the mindset it really makes all the difference in the world once running or strength training is no longer about a punishment for what you ate last night or to lose weight or to, you know, once you shift that in your head, that it's about weight or about health, even like that it's, it's about me, you know, I got to stay healthy type of a thing. When you shift that to, it's about the things that I love to do and being able to be me and, and the me I want to be. And it's about taking care of myself in the long run, that mentality shift, I believe that mindset shift is really what allows it to become a lifestyle versus this thing that I'm doing or this punishment um, for being out of shape or things like that. When that's no longer your focus, getting in shape or losing weight or whatever, I think it frees us up to actually have it work better for us anyway. When it's more about uh, like that mindset shift of being able to live the way I want to live have the freedom to do the things that I want to do, um, that becomes all of a sudden more motivating. I'm able to be more disciplined because I feel like there's less failure in it. And so failure, I feel like, is what crushes discipline. When it's like, why am I being so disciplined if I keep failing, right? So, and then, and then we never make that transition to the lifestyle because we feel like we've failed this thing over and over again. It zaps our motivation. It, it destroys our discipline. And so making those mentality shifts, those mindset shifts of why you're doing it and, and you know, what, what it's all about, you know, like Shannon said, making, making strength training instead of being about, you know, even not getting older, making it about it's what preserves my ability to do the things that I love to do. And, and so I'm going to do the strength training because it makes my running better. And I'm going to do the running because it makes the rest of my life better. I can do everything. I can chase nieces and nephews and grandkids. I can, you know, 
roll around on the floor. I can take my dog on a walk and my I'm walking my dog, not my dog walking me. Um, you know, whatever that is, um, it, that mindset shift makes all the difference in our lives. So hopefully when we talk about, you know, that motivation shift as we get older, if we can, if we can switch why we're doing it and the mentality behind that, I think that becomes then a lifestyle instead of just finding motivation because that, that is the easiest thing to lose, especially as we get older. And there are some additional challenges during different phases of life to getting in the exercise and, and the things that we want to do. So if we're relying strictly on motivation, like we talked about, it's probably not going to happen. So um, hopefully that made sense and was uh, helpful to you for, for learning how to shift that mentality. You got to hop off the call. I got to get into work. I got a metabolic test this morning. You guys all got to get out here today as well. Getting notifications on the website. Um, and so, yeah, we will catch you on the next call. We've got another great conversation. Um, so we will see you then. Thanks for listening to the Body Smart Podcast. Join us in the Body Smart community on Facebook to share your successes or ask a question for our next episode. Now get out there and take the next step toward living your active lifestyle.